Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome. This is the Jupiter Rising Show on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio on a beautiful sunny day. It couldn't get any better. It was warm coming up on the freeway today. Right, Doug? It was. And this is Doug, my co-host. Good to be here. (laughs) It's a beautiful day. There's no question about it. Yep. It's supposed to be like 85 today or something like that. And it's so clear out. It is. I mean, you can just see forever. Yep. Reminds me of a song. Oh, did they write that already? (laughs) Gosh, I was thinking about penning it out. Yeah. (laughs) I like that song, too. I like the movie that it came from. So, anyway. So, today (coughs) on the show... We've got lots of stuff going on. We have the Astro Celebrity of the Week, and we're going to be doing Mr. Gavin Newsom, who's the governor of California. We're going to talk a little bit about his chart. And then also um, we're going to have on our special guest, which is Ms. Jackie Slevin. She's from New Jersey, and she's going to be on. We're going to talk about all sorts of astrological stuff. We don't have that much planned, but she has some stuff she wants to talk about, so we just open the floor for her. And she's always fun. She's a lot of fun. So anyway, she's a Leo. She can't help but be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's going to be a good show today. So you have anything you want to say? No, I'm kind of excited to get into this chart and... Okay. See the whole thing open up. Okay. Yeah, we're going to bring Jackie on when we start up talking about Gavin. Not just bring her on later on, but we're going to bring on first thing. So anyway, so everybody, you guys stay tuned. And we are the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now it's time for Astros, the Celebrity of the Week. Alrighty. And we're going to also bring on our very wonderful guest, Miss Jackie Slevin. Hello, Jackie. Hello, Eileen and Doug. How are you today? Oh, we're great. We're Good. great. How's the weather back there? Oh, it's cold today. It's oh. a beautiful day, but it's quite chilly. We have the cold snap. Oh, well, yeah. if you were here live, you would be enjoying the day. Yes, you would. It's like about 75 degrees out right now. 72. 72, which is really a perfect temperature. But Perfect, um, yeah. It, it's going to be probably about 85 today here. So we're having a heat wave. Yep, yeah. we are. So... Anyway, we're going to be talking about Mr. Gavin Newsom, who I find very interesting. I've been kind of watching him as he's governed the state of California. But let me give out his information really quick. It's October 10th, 1967 at 513 a.m. in San Francisco, California. So I want to bring you in it first right away. Just fear, I'd like to hear what your observations are of his chart because you always have interesting ones. So what are some of your thoughts about him? What I'm seeing here with Gavin Newsom is this is somebody who sees the big picture always. Uh huh. He instinctively gravitates to seeing the big picture and how it can be best applied right. across 
a broad spectrum. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's got that. His principal planet is Mars and Sagittarius down right. on the IC. It, it, it's right on the angle. Yep. Yeah. So Definitely. this, and it's conjunctive part of fortune. Oh, okay. I don't have that yeah. on my chart, so that's interesting. Yeah, it's conjunctive part of fortune, which shows how he can take what he knows and apply it across a broad base. Yeah. And make it work for a lot of people, and he's good at it, and he's lucky at it, and people... Well, he has got, he's given California more drug addicts and everything else in the streets than anyone else has ever <laughs> well, done. Point, counterpoint, yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. people don't even want to go to San Francisco anymore. Yeah, well... It's yeah. too much going on. Well, he's... Is yes, I've heard that, yeah. However, now, another thing he has here that just leaped out at me a few minutes ago, he has a wide T-square... To the moon in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So this person can lay down the law when they want to. Right, right. You mean Saturn squaring the moon? The Which one? Yeah, and it's, uh, they're both... Uh, it's, there's a wide opposition here between the sun and Saturn. Right, right. And they're both squaring the moon in Capricorn. I gave the sun and the moon widest orbs because they're our brightest lights. I mean, right. we look up and there they are. Right, exactly. So I will give the sun and the moon up to 10-degree orb, and so that's what you have here. Right, exactly. Plus, you've got Mer- yeah. Mercury in the play. Nope. Well, Mercury is interesting. Mercury's played I, out opposition there. I was doing some research on him yesterday, and he has dyslexia, which is yes. very interesting. And he mm-hmm. has a really bad case of it. You know he and that's yeah that, that's Neptune and it, it's also hereditary but he's got Neptune in the third. Whenever you see right Capricorn or Saturn or an outer planet, you know, very busy or heavily aspected in the third house, that's right. how you're processing information. So right. there, there may be something askew there. Yeah, and I was also looking at Saturn or Mercury um, in conjuncting Saturn, which I thought, oh, that's a tough mm-hmm. one. Because that could be his a natural sort of feeling as though um, he's not good enough. I mean, there's always an adjusting thing that happens between uh, something that's in quincunx to each other. But it also could be medical as well, you know. So it's it's uh, it could be you know something that really kind of really turns his clock around, saying, "Well, I'm not sure if I'm really that you know really smart." And then to boost that, you have the the dyslexia behind that. So that not only that, you also have the um, co-ruler of the third, which is Pluto, right, right on his ascendant, yeah, right on it. So something uh, in terms of information will be very obvious and prominent. Right, exactly. You know, and so he's obviously a pretty deep thinker too with that business, but very much so. Yeah, but um, it's. Well, it, it sounds like he's kind of get his hands wrapped around the voting process down there so that they can control the vote. You're going to do all mail and vote. Yeah. Oh, that's true. They've actually because, they've actually done that. They've yeah. Well, happened. the last time they had all mail and vote, 28,000, 28,000, 28 million votes uh, disappeared. Oh, that's just Isn't weird. Isn't that interesting? That's just very weird. Oh, I don't like that vote. We'll throw that one away. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 exactly right. Another thing here with New- uh, Gavin Newsom's Mercury is that in terms of Ptolemaic aspects, it's feral. There are no major... Well, no, actually, it, it, there's a wide sextile there with uh, Venus. Yes, yeah, there right. is. Yeah, right. there is. Okay. Yeah. My mistake. Yep. Yeah, it, 
but it's still, if it's wide, you know, it could be in doubt. You know, it's sort well, of right. like... Gives him a sexy voice, though. Come on. Does he have a sexy voice? He does. Oh. He's, he's got one that you want to listen to. Oh, okay. I haven't listened to him. When he talks, you want to listen to the voice. It's an easy voice to listen okay. to. Okay. it's You know what I'm thinking here, though? With everything that's going on in his chart, and, of course, Mercury in the second, which is how he's going to make his living through speaking and all that, you know, and he has dyslexia. It's sort of like he that was probably one of the key issues of his whole life, his whole chart, is is getting past the disability so he could speak in front of people, which probably would have really scared him to pieces when he was a young kid. But so he took a, a a turn off of that and went into did a lot of athletics when he was a kid, and up into you know high school and beyond. But you know that you know that had him adjust everything so that you know he knew that if he goes into politics, he's going to have to speak in front of people. I mean that's just how it goes. So um, he had to somehow integrate that part of himself, even though it was a very difficult part for him to do. So it's a big part of his chart, as far as I'm concerned. That's what I'm saying. Well, I would agree, but he has that inner toughness with that T-square to the Capricorn moon, like, I'll show him, I'll do it, I won't yeah. give up. Not to mention Pluto on his ascendant. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> try, try and get that one to stop, right? Yeah. <laughs> try and stop them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he also has Pluto Mars square, I think, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, It's really yeah. good for Though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, among other things. <laughs> that's why he's got four kids. Anyway, so um, yeah, he's and this Jupiter Venus conjunction in the twelfth house. I find it kind of interesting because I'm not sure why it's interesting, but it's just kind of like, oh, what is that? Well, that's oh. affairs in the background that no one knows about. Oh well, okay, that happens. Well, there's all, uh, in my book, that's not conjunct. It's it, it's out of sign too much. Okay. And let's say if that were like uh, the Jupiter is at twenty eight and the Venus is at one, okay. I would, I would give it some leeway. But that's not conjunct in my estimation. However, you've got that Jupiter conjunct Regulus. Oh, oh, oh! You're right. It is. Yeah. Okay. Because Jupiter's conjunct Regulus, and Jup- so there's something going on. He, there's something going on behind the scenes that can pack a wallop. It's almost like having a secret weapon. Yeah, he, you know, he keeps kind of pulling things out of his pocket every now and then, and, you know, and it... um, He will continue to do so. Yeah, he's got a lot of inner strength, that's for sure. I've noticed that he does stand up for, you know, Mm -hmm. and he also stands up for what we call the little person with the Uranus in the first house, right on the ascendant. So, especially when you consider how little you want to go, because... He saw to it that it was a mandatory thing for the heroin addicts and the alcoholics and the drug users to have their vices. Yeah, well. So that, to me, is kind of, uh, maybe it's tied to the Pluto big time. It could be, you know. The Pluto-Uranus thing going on. Yeah, but it's like. But it's all, yeah, but addicts are the 12th house, and he's, now tell me, what I, I, I didn't know this about him. What was he, he doing with the drug addicts and alcoholics? He made sure that it was a priority that they had their vices. Ah, whatever they needed. If they needed, if they needed the heroin, he saw it was there. If they needed whatever drug, it was there. Yeah. Or if they were alcoholics, it was supplied. Yeah. Right. A lot of people don't agree with that. Well, the people in San. So he's helping people behind the scenes. He's helping the indisposed, and he made a very big public statement about it because of that Jupiter there. Right. Right. 
Yeah, and, and again, it comes back to the also the Uranus too. You know, he wants everybody to be themselves. Although I don't know, being an addict is being oneself. But you know, he just didn't want to mess with people. Basically, just let let them be where they are. <laughs> That's why they're on the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Anyway, so right. we got to take a break really quick here. That was fun talking about him. You know, he's um, he's a different one. He's different. I kind of like him actually. I'm kind of watching what he's doing. So I think you know, he he's been ahead ahead of things with the with the um, COVID. You know, nineteen things. He's been ahead of the game on those things. So. Anyway, so we're going to take a break, and when we get right back, we're going to be talking to Jackie in full about all sorts of good stuff. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Angela Probst, who is an aromatherapist. At this point... You've probably heard so much about essential oils and you're probably confused and you're overwhelmed and you're not sure where to start. There's so much information and our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst with Young Living Essential Oils, can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. Now more than ever, we need to be focused on boosting our immune systems. Angela has all the right tools to help and she is teaching weekly classes on Zoom. If you want more information, and you want to talk to Angela, give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to MattSheaBooks.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, May 10th, it's Neuroenergetic Rebalancing Best and Energy Code Sunday with Nels Rasmussen and Linda Rasmussen joining us. They can help you or your animal friends with emotional, behavioral, or physical problems, and we'll have open phone lines for your phone calls. So I hope you'll give us a call for your free remote treatment. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, your host, and my co-host is Mr. Doug Johnston. And we're having a great day on this sunny, beautiful day. Yes, it's gorgeous out. You know, the sun's just, well, it's very bright in here. We have a lot of... And we have the entertaining Jackie Slevin. Uh, yes, and her too. Hi, Jackie. Hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, anyway, we were just saying you know, there's an amazing view outside of our window. We have a beautiful view of the freeway. And the mountains. And the mountains too. So it's pretty cool. They're all snow-capped. They're all snow-capped still. Yep. So anyway, um, so we were going to talk today about... We were actually, um, while Doug and I were talking, just before we got here, we were talking about all of the planets that are stationary going this week, actually. So I'd like to touch a little bit about those. But you also mentioned to me um, during the week that Pallas is stationary, too. I'd like to talk about that because not too many people know about the asteroids. I don't know that much about the asteroids, so it'll be enlightening for me. So let's talk a little bit about Pallas and what it means to have it stationary. Well, Pallas is about spatial relationships, activism, education, more along the lines of aesthetics, and a worldview that in 
encompasses education, and also keep in mind that these asteroids are primarily female-oriented. So okay. Jupiter's a man, and Saturn's the older man. Okay. The four asteroids that are popular now in astrology are female-oriented. They have a female slant. Okay. And it's primarily about activism because Pallas Athena was wisdom and education as it applies to aesthetics and wisdom, because Pallas was the the goddess of wisdom. Okay. And she's going, now, she's turning retrograde, okay, that would be on May 17th. Okay. Right. At zero Aquarius, which is the same degree. Saturn. That Saturn is stationing in. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah, one, one degree. Yeah, yeah. Yes, within one degree exactly. So we're going to see shifts in authority. Okay. We're going to see shifts in education. We're going to see shifts in applying principles, theories, and applications that work across the board for humanity because it's Aquarius. Okay. And not for a select few. Okay. And That's how, good. How, how much? Okay, I, I don't know. I seem to have met along the way in my journey. I sort of looked at Palace one time as if something about fighting or something. Is that part fighting? of it? fighting? Does that have to do with something that has to do with Palace, or is that another one that I'm thinking about? Yes, because she was a female warrior oh, okay. too, in her own way. Okay, uh, but, but when I say fighting, not necessarily picking up a weapon. No, it's uh, fighting with logic and oh. activism and protest. Okay. All right. And we're going to see more and more protests. Okay, and it's in Aquarius now, right? Okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. how, how big is this orbit? How long does it take to get through a sign? I don't remember. I'd have to go look that up, how long it takes to I get I think it's sign. actually close, because my palace is in Pisces, so it's obviously one sign away. So yeah. I have a palace return? Oh, interesting. Hmm, mm-hmm. that's just another one return we have to worry about. So mm-hmm. anyway, okay, that makes sense. Okay, so it's going to, go, is it station, it's stationary now, right? Uh, it's stationing, yes, and it, it actually turns on the 17th. Okay, so, all right, so we're going to be noticing um, aspects of a palace in our everyday lives, obviously. So yeah. I think some things are happening around that, aren't they? I would agree, because I think we're going to see even more female leaders come to the forefront. Oh, yeah. Well, don't you think it will have more impact, the fact that Saturn has just gone retrograde, what? Yeah, right around the same time. Four days before or something like that? Yeah, right. Yes, and they are conjunct. So you're going to have massive changes in authority and who's really in charge and how it's going to be applied Mm -hmm. to the population. Interesting. Yeah, Saturn is... That's Saturn retrograde on the 11th. Okay, wow. And so six, yes. six days Followed later... Followed by Venus. Yeah, and then Venus uh, Venus stations retrograde on the 13th. Right. right. 24 hours later, Jupiter, Jupiter stations retrograde. Right. Right. Yeah, let's let's just add, let's add them all up and put them in one week, okay? Yeah, we just love mm-hmm. that. Sounds like a veritable banquet to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, what? It a... is. We're we're going to see huge, huge changes across the globe. I mean, yeah, civilization is at a turning point here. Oh, it really is. It well, really it's is. going yeah. with Venus going retrograde. There's going to be something more regards to the money. 
Yes. If there's going to be the reset that they're talking about coming okay. out. Yeah, right. Which could be a big part of that play. Yeah, right. I, I'm sorry, Doug, what reset are you talking about? There, 209 countries chose to go on a precious metal gold standard. Oh, I and didn't know that reset would change the whole world, basically, on financial system that's been going. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. See, what was what happened here that I don't know how many people know, but with this uh, effect of all 50, country, all 50 states declaring a state of an emergency, it's like a martial law, and Trump was able to direct the Federal Reserve in under the Treasury. Mm. So now the U.S. Treasury has control over the top of what goes on with the Federal Reserve, mm. and that can change the world for the people here financially big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's already changing now. It is big time. Yeah, That's, I mean, that started can, May 1st is where that you can flip see happened, where the t- big control came. I, I've been listening to radio sh- shows here on my way back after uh, doing the show. There was a couple of financial shows on, on two different stations. I flipped back and forth between them. And they're sitting there. We don't know what's going to happen. This is like they've just thrown all of the pieces in the air and they haven't landed yet, you know. So it's almost like we had a revolution. Yes, that's We're talking very about true. a revolution. revolution. <laughs> yeah, well, kind it's, it's certainly a social revolution. Yes. Now, in, in line with Doug was saying, uh, fi- finances are going to be re-engineered throughout the globe, throughout yeah. the economy. Yeah. Right. Uh, and how the population re- reacts to that, right. whether they embrace it or not, is yeah. going to have. A, a huge ripple effect that affects the entire population. That's Buying, right. spending, supply and demand, and everything that entails. Right. You know, and it's interesting, too, is that when you look at Uranus and Taurus, which is obviously that same signature of a financial shift, you know, and then Venus, the ruler of Taurus, is turning retrograde. So the interesting thing about Venus any movements of Venus changing retrograde or direct or whatever they're going to do is going to be amplified with the Uranus thing with it. Uranus will couple that, you know, when it's it's doing something with Venus. The dance of Venus and Uranus is going to be bizarre looking. I've saw it before, and it was like doing a Russian tango. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that gives that's like wait a minute, my brain just went, huh? <laughs> that was just for the humor, You're, folks. Nothing uh, more, just but, the but, humor. But that actually that actually represents the facts. I mean, you're taking two disparate parts of something and putting them together, and they don't make sense together or apart. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this would make sense that, you know, the prediction that people were making when Uranus went into Taurus last year sometime you know, was that the financial system is going to completely break down, and it's so it's happening. You know, and uh, and everybody's screaming and yelling about it, and astrologers aren't doing it so much because they can kind of see it happening. You know, a lot of them predicted this, so um, it's it's just interesting to see how the sky is reflected in in Earth stuff. You know, I think it's the best soap opera I've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost the reverse. It's how the earth is reflected in the skies. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. As above, so below. Ooh. Yes, exactly. 
exactly. Uh, crazy. There's also changes with education, mm-hmm. with the Venus station, socializing in education. Gemini. Venus is socializing in Gemini, is yes. the processing of information and how people go to school. Oh, yeah. Are schools going to open? If yeah. they are, when? Yeah. Oh, and what kind of school are kids going to return to? Are they going to have to practice social distancing in the classroom? Little ones aren't adept at that. They're not no, going they're not. to. No, no, no. And um, I remember being little ones. I do too. Yeah, <laughs> we all do. A long time ago. Yeah, I was so right. shy. And and you know, um, I was thinking about that. This is probably the new reality: is that people are going to be. Uh, they've been talking about it for a while, doing more classes online, but now it's a reality. Everything is that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. They're going to be conferences online. Yes. Yeah, and they're already... Yeah, and, yeah that, and that's already happening. New yes, York NCGR Spring Conference is going to be on Zoom, not in person. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, um, it, it, you know, it's all manner of things. Like, I was thinking about my book this morning. You know, it's out of print and how I want to get it printed again and... All that kind of stuff, and I said, "Well, there's got to be a virtual way to do that." So, you absolutely, know, you know, um, yes, and yeah, yeah, it's amazing. There will it? be, and especially Eileen, and now yeah. that you mentioned that, because on the 14th, Jupiter, ruler of books, stations retrograde in Capricorn. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's so there true. you go. There we go. Yeah, I've been looking at that, and also looking at my future book on stationary planets. You know, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out, and, 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 I have to say this, because I was telling Doug about this this morning, my progressed moon is going into Aries tomorrow night. I love it. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I've been asleep for two and a half years, <laughs> even though I am a Pisces, like, oh, please stop, you know, <laughs> you know. I, I, I remember the last time it did go into Aries, I was so gung-ho about the business I was in, and, you know, because I have Aries on the midheaven, of course, you know, so, you know, I wanted to do something new and crazy, and so I was an astrologer of all things, you know, and so now it's kind of coming back full circle with that, so who knows where it's going to go. Yeah, 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 I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and with that, with your progressed moon going into Aries, you're really going to get your inner motor running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vroom, vroom. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm just waiting to see her jogging around Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> Maybe around the block, but not, not the whole city of Tacoma. Good heavens. Uh. No. Anyway, we have to take another break right now really quick. So when we get back, we'll be having more with Jackie Slevin and Doug Johnston. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read on Jack, not Jackie, no, 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 although it'd be cool. Uh, Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt writes books that centers around the common person in everyday life, people like you and me. His writings emphasize that each and every one of us is blessed with a unique, one-of-a-kind winning hand and that will eventually be called upon to serve the world we live in. Matt will write stories and conduct interviews the rest of his life in a way to encourage and inspire others. One of Matt's great books is the trilogy The Groundskeeper and Other Short Stories and has been receiving a lot of attention, including by Doug Loves This Book, too, uh, lately, and can be found on Amazon and his website. So feel free to look at Matt's website where all his books are available. Matt would love to hear from you and promises to answer any or all that contact him. 
You can also write him at his personal email address at workinmat7, W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T-7, at AOL.com. And you can call him at 206-915-1881, as well as his website as www.mattshaybooks.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back Daniel Levin, author of The Mosaic, to talk about archetypes in the time of pandemic. On Saturday, Kelly Sullivan Walden, the dream doctor, returns with how dreams can direct us toward our best life and keep us safe. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And our guest this morning is Ms. Jackie Slevin from New Jersey. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Eileen. (laughs) (laughs) Say, Jackie, don't you think that this is going to be rather interesting, too, with uh, the node making its change? Into Gemini, you have a square going as far over to Neptune. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which I think is kind of an... I just think people are going to think differently. Yeah. I do too. Well, they're going to think more about victimization, salvation, getting more news so they can process what they're experiencing and how they can get a new perspective on how to get by. Right. Yeah, and it, there has been kind of a noticeable shift in the last several days when the nodes shifted, the true nodes shifted into that. The mean nodes d- don't do that for another month. So depending on which one you follow, I don't know which is right or not. Because I have a north node at zero degrees Pisces in the the mean node, but the true node is, oh no, that's the true node. I can't remember which one's which. The true node is zero degrees Pisces, and the mean node is 29 Aquarius. So I'm stuck between those two signs, you know, so. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of odd. So anyway, it's interesting. But I'd like to talk a little bit more right now about Venus retrograde. I know we talked a little bit about it, but Venus retrograde is a really powerful aspect because uh, when I was growing up, my mother had Venus retrograde in her chart and boy, and she was a Taurus. So it made a huge impact in her life by the art that she created. You know, she was possessed to do art. She painted a lot of portraits, and she was extremely accurate in her rendition of them, you know, as far as matching them up to the person that she's painting. But um, and also my favorite musician also has it. Bruce Hornsby has Venus Retrograde, too. So um, I just, I have been looking for a long time for the perfect explanation of what a retrograde planet does to Venus, you know, uh, internally, what it what it means, basically. What What's your op- opinion on that? They have their own take on the arts and how to manifest them. Okay. And it would be very interesting to look into your mother's chart to see at what age she was when Venus stationed direct. Yes. Yeah, I could do that. That'd be easy to do. Because that's when they have their light bulb moment. Or yeah. light bulb year, I should say. Yeah. So as to when the tide turns for them. And right. That they're able to manifest. Right. Yeah, because... And the expression of it changes. So it would be going from in to outside. So it's sort of if you worked at it for a long time and painted up in your 
in your attic, which is where she used to paint. Then, you know, exactly. all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, she did it in secret. She didn't paint a lot of paintings. And all of a sudden, one day, she decides to, you know, show one of her paintings in an art gallery. That would definitely be the manifestation outwards of the Venus going direct, wouldn't it? Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's also an imbalance. When you see any planet in retrograde, it's an imbalance in the energies in your life. So in your mother's case, if she was an extremely talented artist and yeah. very accurate in her renditions right. and worked long and hard to achieve this, then there was an imbalance in other Venus areas of her yes, life. Yes, there were. They really were. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as a relationship with my dad, that was difficult for her. Um, she was also um, she was also a musician, too, so there's more Venus there, which she always felt a little bit insecure about, you know, these parts of herself. You know, mm-hmm. and so, and she also had a weight problem, which is another thing, you know. And yes, so, it, so, yeah. yeah. So that. Uh, food, there was an overdoing it. And yeah. also, say, like in fashion, she might not have been interested in fashion. Yeah. Of, well, uh, there was a lack of cooperation. She dealt with, with issues of being cooperative, because that's a Venus thing, issues yeah. of injustice. Yeah. Yeah, she did kind of, um, she pretty much had a Venus life. Because, you know, she, you say that, you know, she probably wasn't that, um, you know, she didn't care that much about her appearance. She was extremely good at color, you know, because she had to when she painted. So, you know, she realized, and she did color analysis on me before anybody else did. I had it done professionally later on. Then I went on to do be a color consultant myself, you know, but she would always tell me when we go out shopping, she, would, she said, I really like this, Mom. Put it up to your face, honey, so we can see how the color looks on you. And she looks at it and says, no, put it down. Yeah, she was just incredibly meticulous about that and really knew what she was talking about. But um, she, she always put together colors that were wonderful on her, and she just knew, you know, instinctively what was right for her. So she was very good at it, you know. And so, but that's more of her Venus side, you know, and... Um, that was pretty neat. She could sew up a storm, too. She was a great seamstress. So, you know, all those good things kind of went along with it. And when did she pass away? Um, in 1993. I knew in the 80s we had way too many storms. <laughs> yes, we had a blizzard in 93. <laughs> okay. What's that got to do with it? <laughs> she could sew up a storm. Okay, I gotcha. All right. That yeah. was funny. <laughs> yeah, I bet you couldn't wait to say that. I couldn't. Could do. <laughs> the minute you said it, I thought, oh, I got to play with this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's interesting because I kind of want to ask you that basically for my personal information because I was observing somebody who had Venus retrograde her whole life, didn't know about it till later. And then the man I married had an almost identical chart to my mother's and had Venus retrograde in the same side. So, you know, I thought, well, I'm repeating this now. (laughs) What am I repeating here? There's something, and I have a Venus North Node conjunction. So I know that this stuff was really personal for me that I learned about it. So thank you very much for for explaining that. This will be interesting with the end of June, we've got the conjunction of jupiter saturn coming together again okay yeah that's true where they'll be coming in at right 24 degrees there when we get to the 25th 26th going okay. on yeah right that's right that will be well, interesting that could, 
Yeah, that could be when economic changes become law, at least temporarily. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Big change mm-hmm. there. Something's mm-hmm. going to be a big flip. Yeah. So this is just, you know, they're all on the heels of each other. And Jupiter um, Jupiter changing direction on the 14th, it's going retrograde, right? I think it is. Well, yes, Sa- it is. Yeah, Saturn is state. And it's also in fall. I mean, it's a very poor placement for Jupiter. Yeah, that's true, too. Right. You're Saturn. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Neptune uh, is stationary at that time. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And it, it goes retrograde, too, doesn't it? In June. Next June. Okay. 20- I have to watch that because that's coming up close to my sun now. It's two degrees away from my sun. And I'm actually pretty still level-headed here. I the mean, the 22nd it will be right at 20 degrees stationary. Okay, all right. It's at 20 degrees Pisces, and yeah. that's where my son is at 21 Pisces. So it'd be one degree away. Ooh. Well, it's closer than that. It's 20, 58. It's one, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> so it's less than a degree away. Okay, all right. So yeah. you'll feel it. Yeah, and I've been I've been noticing a lot of psychic um, sort of. Really weird stuff happening. My perceptions are changing quite a bit. So I'm just kind of realizing that and just putting them, okay, just deal with it, all right? You know, that's all Neptune is telling me to do is just deal with it. Well, I told you this whole thing is nothing but a big soap opera going on in the world. (laughs) Yeah. So watch the movie. (laughs) Watch the movie. Yeah, so, you know, the, yeah, it's, um, oh, I was going to ask you, um, Jackie, how goes your um, your business? Are you have you done any more work on stationary planets? Please, please, please. <laughs> no, not much. Although I did realize I saw the other day uh, someone posted um, Joe Kennedy's chart. You know, JFK's father, the power broker, Joe. Joseph right. Kennedy. Yeah. Right. He was born on a double station of Uranus and I'm sorry, Neptune and Pluto. Ooh. Within 24 hours. I, I've been collecting more examples, but I have not done any more actual work okay. on it. But they're, they're really as, almost as powerful as eclipses. Yeah, they are. Neptune. If you're born within 24 hours of a station, look out. Yeah, he slid right into home there. Yeah. Oh, didn't oh, Joe yeah. Kennedy? Well, Neptune, he made his money bootlegging. And Pluto, he was a power broker. Right. I mean, yeah. Extraordinaire. Well, that's your way of describing how impactful it is. You know, if it's sliding into home, or whether sliding into base, sliding into base, yeah, yeah. And well, why, that's if they're born in the week of. You know, like in the week of. Right. If you're born within 24 hours, you got nothing to say about it. That planet's going to take over your life, or yes. those planets. If you're, if you have the fortune and sometimes bad, poor fortune to be born on a day where where two or three planets are doing that. That's, yeah. That's, that's really very rare. Actually. Yeah, it is. It's like, you know, Bernie Bernie Sanders has three planets stationary in his chart, so that's a lot. So, so Saturn going station after seven days? Well, so, yeah. No, it's three days. Well, I, I do three days before and three days after. Oh, you do? That's how I do it. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty tight that way. Okay. Because mine is seven days from the Okay. Saturn going direct. That's right. And I have a se- week. Okay, I will. Yeah, right. I'll give you a little bit of leeway with that. It yeah. barely I, moves anything at all. I mean, it just yeah. goes. Uh, Would you give a wider one though for minutes. the outer planets? You know, for more days, like with my. Yeah, I would actually, because especially if it's 
if it's stationed to the minute, you know, it'll yeah. stay like that for like 10 days or so. Right, and, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it will. Yeah, because my, my Uranus is stationary. It was a week later that it moved stationary direct. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. it was about a minute or two difference in, in time. So, yeah, I, and I've noticed it. It's I, two minutes difference. It's two minutes difference? Yeah. For me? Oh, you or looked at me. Up? I looked at mine. Oh, you looked at yours. Saturn. Oh, okay. Two minutes difference. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so we're, we both, you know, and I start to think about, you know, the impact of that planet in my life, you know, Uranus, and I'm thinking, God, it just permeates my whole life. It's not a huge permeation, but it's something that's always in the background sort of govern me, governing me, you know, to make the right move, is, you know, especially when I was, you know, confronted with, you really should get a job, Eileen. You know, instead of doing this really goofy stuff called astrology, and I go, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> yeah, that's when I really rebelled at it. So well, you have Neptune rule in your chart, don't you? Yes, I do. So do I. Yes, I do. Yeah, we do. So it's pretty crazy stuff. So yeah, yeah. So you know, it's interesting because the stationary planet is just, um, you know, I actually I've been sometimes looking up people to see if they have a stationary planet. I usually start with the IM, the um, Astro Data Bank, because they usually have it on there in their charts, their subset of charts. But that doesn't show everything. So you just have a stationary retrograde or direct. You have to look at the ephemeris to see if it is. Yeah. You have to. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and I would find something like, you know, for instance, on uh, the JFK Jr. said that, uh, that Mars was retrograde. But he was born like three days after... Uh, Mars changed direction. That man had a stationary Mars in his chart, no doubt about it. And it ran his whole life. You know, it did. He was always trying to conquer windmills and mountains and everything else. And, you know, he's, you know, taking risks a lot, you know, and that was very much Mars quality. So, yeah, and issues with male role models. Oh, you think? Huge. (laughs) Yeah, huge. And largely because he lost his dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Violence. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mars stationary people deal with violence. I mean, and, and I mean that even in a capacity of on, on the playing field. You know, an athlete could have that. Right. Yeah. In fact, um, Newt Rockney, the coach, the great coach Newt Rockney, uh-huh. for whom there is no time of birth. You just pull the birthday. He was born in some, in, you know, some rural area in Norway or Sweden. I right. think Norway. Yeah. Uh, he was born uh, within hours of a Mars station. Oh, man. Okay, mm-hmm. makes so much sense. Okay, I gotta mm-hmm. take another break really quick. We're gonna come back to this. I love this. Stu- I love this topic. It's really a do. fun, fun day today. It's very fun today. Okay, so we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near retirement because Medicare does not cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means you need affordable coverage, supplemental coverage, that takes care of the additional 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help you get the best coverage for you, and with her, the process is really easy, and in the end, she will save you some money. Susan has some new developments going on. First are classes that are available through programs that she represents. And those classes are for kids, your kids, and their kids, and other kids. 
and they are free basically to people. You earn credits by signing up for programs that she has. So she should check into that. And also, she has a legacy safeguard, which is a new type of document she can be have prepared that basically it says um, how you want your, your final wishes to be executed, and it is free. So if you need more information, call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show here with Jackie Slevin for the last segment of our show today. And we've been talking about stationary planets as usual. It seems like we always get on that topic. Well, we did start out with all the retrogrades. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that was... That uh, led into the stationary. Yeah, that led... Perfect segue. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many coming up that are retro- going right. retrograde. Right, exactly. So... All right, so with three planets going stationary, whatever they're doing this week, they're all stationing right now. Yes. Yes. So it's sort of like if you've been watching, I kind of look at the news to see how it may be manifesting there because it's usually the first thing that happens. Yeah, it's almost like watching to see when the next foot will drop. Yes, I know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, looks like Venus just went retrograde. Or, <laughs> uh, yeah, and everybody's out there trying to get a, a makeover or something. But um, anyway. Well, with Venus retrograde going retrograde, people are going to also rethink retrograde, yeah. rethink uh, their ideas of fashion because so many cause stores and malls will not be available as That's they right. were. Yeah. I think the funny part about the retrograde on the 13th is the day the casinos are opening out here. Yes. Oh, that boy. cracks there me up. Is that not just funny? <laughs> That's pretty We're weird. We're going to open up on the 13th. Yes. Boom. Oh, they That's are going right. to open up? Mercury goes retrograde, or Venus goes retrograde. Oh, yeah, they open boy. on the 13th. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Well, we'll see how long that lasts. I think it's interesting, oh, big time. Yeah, I think they're rushing the whole thing. I really do. Oh, um, it's the Russians aren't in on this one, okay? No, no, Just not, relax. Yeah, not the Russians rushing. Grr, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, I think because um, I think about all the retrograde Venus people that I have known in my life, you know, and figure out okay, that's something they deal with every day, and then when it goes, you know, direct, that may must affect them in some way. But it's sort of like there's always something about a Venus retrograde person who has to prove to themselves that they're worthy, you know, and, and do it over and over and over and over again because somehow it doesn't stick. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Also, uh, inconsistencies with the spending. Oh, right. They could be penny-wise and pound-foolish and that right. sort of thing. Yes. And have, to have severe lessons throughout life to estimate what is valuable to them and what they yeah. value. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and it seems like it takes the, the Venus prospect much deeper into the person because they really can't find it at the surface, so they have to find it deeper within themselves. You know, and um, I know that my favorite musician, who's first time he came out and had a song, is that thing, the first song he ever did went to number one, and he got a Grammy for it. I mean, literally. But he worked hard to get there. You know, I know that he did. 
And so... Um, Adele just had to break up with her boyfriend. <laughs> How did we get from Bruce Hornsby over to Adele? First song. First song. Uh-huh. Heartbroken. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, but his songs have a beautiful melodic sound to it, but he also has a very deep quality, too. So, uh, Are you referring to Bruce Hornsby? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's wonderful. He is. He's also a client of mine. No kidding. Yes, I'm no. I'm not kidding. Oh, I didn't know this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's never paid me, but then I don't care because mm-hmm. he's given me so much enjoyment over the years. I hope he doesn't mind that I'm telling people that, except that the last time I saw him, he was introducing me as, as an astrologer. So what the heck? Anyway, um, he, you know, I, I, he, his music helped me when I was having a divorce. This was a long time ago, and it came. The song came out just as I was going through that and it helped me heal I listen to the music every day and it just somehow it, it it reached a corner within me that I had no idea was there so um it was a very deep powerful process and then later on it turns out that I met him so you know it was kind of kismet you know type thing anyway I know it's, it's all a, about well, that heartbreaking stuff yeah it is it seems to yeah. yeah well you were supposed to Eileen you were I, supposed to meet him I think so. You know, I've been doing his chart now for over 20 years. So, um, yeah, it, that's a long story. I mean, uh, that would take another five segments to talk about it. But but suffice it to say, you know, whenever he comes to town, he, he says you can come and see it for free and you can we can come backstage and we can talk for a while. So it's cool. So I like him. He's a very sweet person. So anyway, um, do you, I'm this is just for Jackie. It has nothing to do with the radio show. But do you do many Broadway shows? What do you mean? Do I do Broadway shows? Do you go see? Uh, oh, you mean have have I gone backstage to Broadway no, shows? Do you go to them? Oh yes, I go to as many as I can. But of I course would now think being a Leo, I would think you would. Yeah. Do oh, that. I have a master's in theater. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Of really? Course, yes. Wow. Nice. Sweet. I, yeah, I taught theater in my twenties, and I but I I never I never performed acting professionally. I just did a lot of it when I was growing up in oh, high okay. school and college, and I taught it in my twenties. I got degrees and I taught it. Wow, because mm-hmm. Paula Leggett Chase is up for a Tony, mm. and I think that was mm-hmm. kind of exciting That's for Unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah, uh-huh. I did, oh, did you wow. see that one? No, I didn't see that. I saw one. the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I saw the movie, but I, no, I, I didn't see the show. Yeah. Okay, because I would have loved to have seen her do it. Yeah. Yeah, I did her chart, did um, Margaret Brown's chart for the, the Titanic book. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, uh-huh. because she had this signature. All of the people on the ship had this signature. It was 20, 20, uh, 19 to, to 24 degrees of a cardinal sign. Almost everybody had that in their charts that was on be the show. to okay. see the charts to see the people that played her, whether they come into play with that. They all did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I, that was one thing that I had to do, and I didn't have to do it. But as soon as my friend told me, you really should research all the movies that have made on, been made on Titanic. And I went, no, no, I don't want to. No, that just means another 10 years of work. But I did it anyway, and I found the, the correlations just unbelievable. You know, to have, you know, four, uh, four signs or, 
you know, four signs plus a degree range, about 24, 25 degrees, all become very prominent in all these people's charts that were connected to the Titanic, whether or not they were on the ship or whether they were in a movie about it. So it's pretty amazing. So mm-hmm. pretty wild. I should say so. Yes, yeah. it was pretty cool. So anyway, so we have to say goodbye to you. But it was fun. Okay. It was fun. We'll yeah. have you on again really soon. I really love having you on because you're just, you know. Delightful. Delightful, and you're fun, and um, you know a lot. So well, Thank you. And if anybody's interested in what to do with their lives, they can take my, they can purchase my book on Amazon. That's right. Finding and, Success in the Horoscope. Yep, and you can also get a hold of her at geocosmicstudies.com. That's your website, right? right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. That's right. Thank you, Jackie, very much for being here today. Thank you, Eileen and Doug, and enjoy the rest of your beautiful day out there. Thank you Thank so you. much. You too. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. She's awesome. We just love her. Yep. Anyway, so, okay, now we have the the stuff that we have to talk about that isn't going on. <laughs> All of that, yes. Uh, you know. But these are things that soon would, to come. Soon to come. These are things that would be happening if we didn't have a virus to worry about. But okay. And but as soon gonna, as the casinos open, we know the rest is going to start opening too. That's right, too. That's my belief. That's anyway. your belief. Yeah, that should be starting here in about a month, right? No, the thirteenth of this month is when it's gonna be open. casinos open. And that Venus will, goes retrograde. The casino <gasps> opens. Oh, oh that. Venus, of course, it's money. (laughs) Right. Uh, But what about the restaurant in the place? Will it open? I'm sure that they'll open that as well. Okay, well, that's good. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, so anyway, we have the After Dark readings at two places, at Pizza Casa Restaurant in Lakewood, and also also in Lakewood is Burr's Restaurant (laughs) in Lakewood, too. And um, they are on hold right now because, all, of course, all the restaurants are closed right now. So they will be opening up soon. I'm hoping soon so we can go back to Pizza Casa because it's such a great, great restaurant. So anyway, we're going to do that. And also I have the horoscope column that I do every week on 1150 KKNW. That's a horoscope column that is updated every Monday. So it's a weekly horoscope, so you can kind of chart your, your life with that every week rather than every month or every day. Every day. No, thank you. I couldn't do that. That wears you out just doing oh, it a week. It wears me out doing it once a week. Even a month gets old. Oh, yeah. Because I've done it, it for it, both it, it's kind of magazines like that. I'm finding different ways of doing it every week. <laughs> <laughs> you get so you can do it pretty fast, don't Yeah, it you? does. Yeah, it, because it, it I... It's really quick, you know. I could write those columns pretty darn fast after a while. Yeah. But, you know, I want to make them different, you know. So um, I mean, you ran a score Mercury. So, okay, let's find something different in here to focus on and see what area of the life does this particular planetary thing going on in, in your chart. So that's one way to do it. But I think there's a lot of ways to do it. I just, I've just been experimenting with it. What the heck? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So anyway, those are still happening right now. And so, yeah. So, Doug, how do we get a hold of you? The best way is to call or text. 206-769-4924. That's right. And you do readings privately. Yes. Yes. I've been reading right straight through this whole thing. Oh, that's great. I haven't been doing so much, but that's okay. Anyway, and I do readings too, private readings, in case you're wondering. And you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com. Or you can get a hold of us also at JupiterRisingShow.com to talk to us about the show. And that music's telling us it's time to go. 
So anyway, we will see you next week with Mr. Carl Anderson, who is a Bach Flower Remedy Specialist. We will see you next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. 